Hey friends, welcome to Financial Fixer. I'm your host, Amanda Delaney. This podcast is for women who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. This is the place where we get real and talk about our money even when it's hard. I help women step out in courage, take control of their money, and build the confidence to take the ultimate journey to financial independence. In this show, I share my best nuggets from the framework I used to get my own shit together and clean up my money mess. These systems and strategies are the same when I work with my one-to-one clients and community members. We practice daily practical and actionable habits that may seem tiny but have mighty results. So if you're ready to get excited about your money and turn your confusion into clarity and maybe even get a little triggered into getting your ass in gear, listen up because you and your future matters. Wow, here we are, girlfriend. This is episode zero of Financial Fixer Podcast. Today, we're talking about rock bottom and how perfect because we're at ground zero. This is the beginning. Before I take this plane into flight, I'd like to start off with a quote that someone else wrote or spoke that gives me all the feels. My legacy is that I stayed on course from the beginning to the end because I believed in something inside of me. Tina Turner. I'll start out with a quick story about me and how I got here. I am 39 years old of the time that um, at this time that I'm uh, recording this podcast, and I have three babies and a wonderful husband. My name is Amanda Delaney, and I live in the state of Florida, and I love where I live. We are so happy here. I wouldn't want to go and live anywhere else. And um, so, yes, I said I am the mother of three babies, and I have a husband now. But I spent the majority of my career as a mother, um, as a single mother, and life was tough. I did a lot of stupid things. Um, I was in my early 20s. I was barely 21 the day I had my first daughter, and um, it was not the ideal circumstances, but I know I'm not alone in that. I've hit rock bottom a lot. Uh, let's, let's just go back to rock bottom. By definition, it's the lowest possible level. And I think that rock bottom is, you know, from different perspectives and it's a different, um, it's all relative. It's a relative term, you know, what is rock bottom and, and what does it mean to you? And where have um, you been when you've hit rock bottom? And, or have you hit that place yet in your life where you've said, okay, this is the lowest I can possibly be, and I can only go up from here? So I'll go into more stories about my family and the things that uh, we've done together and um, just stories that have brought me to this place of how I help women now uh, with their finances to reach their goals and ultimately become financially independent. And we take that journey together and it's the most amazing thing. So I, um, I'll go back a little bit and tell you that I just came from the corporate world. I was a sales manager, uh, traveling sales manager for uh, three years of the seven years that I was in the trucking industry, which is a <laughs> predominantly male, um, male um, dominated industry. And at times it really sucked. I excelled in that space. I, I don't know 
Um, you have to have a thick skin. I grew a very thick skin over time. and But I found that once I started to reach new heights in that career and with that particular company that I was with in the end, that my, my seat at the table, I sat at the table, the big boy table, and I, I spoke and I um, was able to have my, my space, um, you know, to speak and say and have authority. However, my seat at that table was really tiny, ultimately, and I felt that over time, the words that I spoke were not being heard. And, um, you know, it's no ill uh, feelings against uh, that situation. I just knew that at at a time, it was it was just time for me to go. So that's where I've come to today. We um, we had worked out a plan for my exit uh, from that corporation together as a team, my my husband and I, and we saved our money, got out of massive amounts of debt um, together. I'll talk about more of my story as a single mom getting my life together before I even met my husband, uh, which is, you know, what I had to do. Um, I could not reach and meet the right man until I became the right girl. That's simply what happened. I had to get right with myself before the right person would come along because us women, we're fixers. We want to fix other people, but ultimately we have to fix ourselves first and know what we're willing to tolerate and what we're not willing to tolerate in life. And I'll just go back to rock bottom. By definition, it is the lowest possible level. And if you haven't been living under a rock, you've probably had a lot of rock bottoms or just maybe at least one. Come on, give me at least one rock bottom. I mean, just stay with me here. So, you know, I can tell you that One of my rock bottoms in my mind was when I lost my home to the 2008 bust. You know, the housing bust um, got me and I ended up ultimately losing my home by uh, 2012. Um, I stayed in and tried to work it out, worked on modifications, uh, paid them what I could, lost thousands and thousands of dollars trying to save my home and really should have just let it go from the beginning. But shoulda, woulda, coulda, let's not should all over ourselves, please. So I'm so glad I look back on that fondly, just like the other situations that I would call rock bottom, such as those toxic relationships that I crawled out of, um, you know, like outer body experience type stuff, you know, where it's like, how did I get here? How did I allow that person to abuse me and treat me with such disrespect? And you know, I, I look back at those times still to this day, um, not with anger or regret, but with so much gratitude that I was able to have those experiences and take them with me. Those little gold nuggets, you know, I, I'm mining for the gold in the rocks at the bottom. That's what we're doing in life is the trials and the tribulations and the the really tough things that we go through um those those are gems those are are things that we're going to be able to take with us and turn it into a skill right something that we've learned the hard way the hard knocks that we've taken and turned it into a skill 
for the future so that we don't continue to make those mistakes. Now, if you're somebody that's just continuing to make those mistakes over and over again, uh, this this podcast is for you. I, I hope that there's some value that you can take from my stories um, and other people's stories. I'll be sharing a lot of other stories in this podcast as well and um, having interviews potentially with my clients or with uh, old colleagues or uh, people that I'm networking with or other businesses. You know, um, you know, this is going to be an awesome time of just us taking a journey together of getting right with our money and cleaning up our money mess and becoming financially independent. And this isn't about just being a woman and being independent and, oh, we don't need a man. Because I'll tell stories about prior to becoming a wife and a new mom to my little baby son. Um, And I'll tell stories about what it's been like to have a healthy relationship with a husband that works well with me um, as my partner and teammate um, so that we don't screw up anymore with our finances. He came to this marriage with lots of debt and so did I. And because we were mentally prepared and emotionally ready to take on the big, just fight through the uh, past and make a future for ourselves and for our family, um, you know, it, it, it can be done. It, It can be done. So whether you're coming to this podcast with, you know, a situation where you're trying to get your spouse on board or you're in a relationship that's just not working um, or you're in a relationship that is working and maybe you've got some financial goals that you want to reach. I mean, there's so many different levels. Money is so funny. Money is a funny, funny thing um, because, again, it's relative. It's relative to all of us and our plans and our goals. But I tell you what, um, if you think that money doesn't have to be the object, I mean, it, it is. It is. We cannot control the fact that we need money. Um, if you want to leave your job and go work for a nonprofit organization, what, what needs to be true about your finances in order for you to do that? If you want to leave your job at some point and go home and be with your babies and your family or, or become an entrepreneur... What needs to be true about your finances for you to be able to accomplish that? This is what we're talking about here. More to come on that. But I'm going to go to the just the one rock bottom that was the place where it was my beginning of finally going up. Um, Again, it's the lowest possible level, which means that there's only one place to go from there, which is up. So... The ultimate rock bottom for me was when I wrote down all of my debts and stared it, you know, looked at it in the face on paper and said, this is it. It's time for me to make a change. So I'll just list my debts. This was in November. It was November 28th of 2015. And I do believe that prior to this time, I had met my now husband at this time and we were just dating. So I had started to get my finances together before we had we had met. Um, but I, you know, started listening to, uh, I'll just, I'll throw it out there. Dave Ramsey was the first uh, guru that I started listening to 
that I started paying attention to the principles and following those principles. Um, and again, it's I I do share a lot of those principles with my clients and my members. However, the the biggest framework that I use and the tools that I use to to help people with their money is mindset. That we cannot make a move. We cannot succeed at anything if our mind is just simply not right about something. If we have a misunderstanding about something or we just aren't quite getting it or we have a block, we will not make the next move to do better. So mindset is where it's at and that's what I focus on uh, with my with my following and my audience and again, my clients and my members. So my mindset had to be right when I started taking a look at my my debts and I, you know, decided to start. My mind had to be clear and I had to have clarity and, you know, we're never ready. I could have made an excuse that day and said, this mountain is too big for me to climb. But instead I said, no, this is just an elephant and I need to take one bite at a time every day, small, tiny bites but mighty, that will propel me into the next level and the next phase and the next debt-free moment in my life. So here are my debts in order. On November 28th of 2015, I had student loans totaling $64,714.27. Now, I'll tell more stories about student loan debt, but... My original student loans were $47,000. let us just put it that way. So if, you know, that system is corrupt in itself and there's more to come on student loans. My next debt was car loans. I had a car loan in the, in the amount of $27,491.90. This also included ridiculous warranties and gap protection and all the BS that they sell you when you go to the car lot more to come on buying a car. We will talk more about that in future episodes. I really look forward to talking about car debt. I had a credit card my at my credit union for 2718.58. I had a JCPenney uh, credit outstanding for furniture. Um, who hasn't done that? Um, many of us have for 2439 and 76 cents. And I had a Capital One credit card for $1,561.27, totaling $98,925.78. So again, I was almost $100,000 in debt just by myself. This was before all of the, you know, changes that happened in my life. This was my single life coming into my future marriage and family. And I knew that I had to get right. This was this was my rock bottom. This was the moment that I was looking in the mirror and saying, "Girl, you need you need to get your shit together. It's time." So I'm going to land this plane, and I just want to leave you with something that I wrote in my notes. I I have intent on writing a book, and um, so I've got lots of chapters going on here, but this one's called Strong Foundation. Financial literacy for our babies will not be taught in school, not the kind we're talking about here. If you haven't guessed it yet, we're focused on the roots of 
repeated behaviors and correcting those repeated behaviors and making it to the promised land of financial independence. This land of milk and honey is the outcome of consistent and painful actions we take daily to reach it. If we strengthen the wires in our brain to do quality work, then we strengthen the odds of impressing that quality work onto our children. That is legacy. The work, not the money. Thank you so much. I hope that you guys have a wonderful day. I can't wait to talk to you more. See you later. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you loved it, send it to a girlfriend or send it to five or 10. That would mean the world to me. You can also find me on Instagram at Financial Fixer and feel free to tag me there too. So until next time, my friend, show your future self some love and spend with the end in mind.